0: welcome back you beautiful people to the Kitcast. today we have a jam-packed episode for y'all we're gonna talk a little bit about some marvel stuff maybe some some cap rumors uh some video games bethesda with their own game star wars with their own game uh, a little bit of more a little more cod news and then in the nba we got some tr- big trades happening with thick boys and for our main stuff today, we're main subject today, we're doing a little bit of OG Star Wars trilogy. Some thoughts, discussions, opinions. It'll uh, it'll get real interesting. So uh, strap in and let's do this thing. Beautiful people. Today we are with the Kit Cast. To my virtual left, we have David, the PUBG legends Shadid. Say hello to the people, Dave.
1: Hope everybody. I don't know if I would consider myself a PUBG legend. Just uh, well, we I don't I would, so. a. Well, <laughs> we all know you I would. Myself being a legend. We all know you would. So I do want to play it though. Sometime. Sometime soon we should to
0: my virtual right we have Dan the UFC legend McMurray say hello to the people Dan <laughs> Donsk. <laughs> uh we'll get into later why he said that but uh welcome everyone to the kickcast um, if you haven't been here before this is a podcast with just three dudes we've been lifelong friends and you know with these current covid times and growing up we've uh moved to different cities and haven't been able to hang out as much So we want to make a little something where we can just come in weekly chat and just be ourselves again with each other and continue this lovely relationship that we've built over many years. And um, we're just going to go right and kick it off. We've got some we've got a lot of news for you guys today. Um, So we're going to make this segment a little longer than usual Um, for our first segment of news. I'm going to let Dan take it off because I'm sure this is some big news for him in the Marvel Universe. Uh, Dan, go ahead. Yeah,
2: so this week it was announced that uh, Marvel and Chris Evans were in talks for Chris to reprise his role as Captain America at a later date. Uh, We don't have many more details of it besides that, but this is very exciting um, because spoilers for Avengers Endgame. If anyone hasn't seen it, I don't know how you haven't because it's great. (laughs) Um, But at the end of that movie, his character seems to have a kind of a final end and a very good stopping point, we all thought. Um, And Chris had previously stated that he wanted to do more work behind the camera um, as director, producer, various roles, not as an actor. Um, So this is significant um, because we thought that Marvel was going to be moving on from Iron Man and Captain America after this phase three, after the events of Endgame, what people are calling the Infinity Saga. And to me, this is huge. I love Chris Evans' turn as Captain America. I think all three Captain America movies are fantastic. And he Mm -hmm. is great in all of the other extended movies he's in. um, The Avengers movies and his little cameo in Spider-Man is hilarious. Uh, but I'm very excited. I think it's awesome. I, I'm i not sure in what capacity he would come back. If he would come back as old Captain America, like we saw in Endgame. If he comes back in some sort of multiverse setting, uh, which we have a couple movies that are going to be delving into the multiverse. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be awesome.
0: I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about it. Because I thought he had such a good send-off and bringing him back diminishes that in a way but also at the same time i sympathize with everybody who is a fan of cap because i know like if for example with the obi-wan series coming out and hopefully soon i'm super excited about hayden coming back but that kind of you know diminishes his past role so i'm still i'm in what capacity is he going to come back is what i'm excited to see is it a big role or is it just kind of a a little side role
2: right you would imagine that it would be either in new Spider-Man movie which I don't think it'd be that soon um but probably in Doctor Strange 2 the multiverse of madness that would be probably the soonest we would see him and again I don't know if he's coming back as current universe old man Steve or if it'd be some sort of um parallel universe where he's you know maybe a different Version of himself but either way i'm excited I, kevin feige has done a great job with managing these characters and throwing them in settings um so yeah i really i'm just really excited to see where they go with it it's better to have it as an option in my opinion than to not
0: so well David, as a, a non-marvel apologist how do you feel about it
1: i get it you know? <laughs> there it is i, I knew it. it oh oh, oh. <laughs> Like, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like people aren't going to watch it. And, like, probably more people would. So they were like, you know, I get it. I I think it's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think they can make it a really fun thing. I think I also I thought I read that maybe it was just one someone that I saw posted something about it. But they were like, it might be like just a standalone cap film. But what would they do? Oh, awesome. What would they do? Huh?
0: What would they do? In I don't know.
1: Film? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I just I thought I saw someone post that like, you know, potential like just one off films that have no ties to anything else. And I was like, oh, that's interesting.
2: Huh. Yeah, It'd be cool if Marvel jumped in. I don't know.
1: Kind of like what DC's doing, where they
2: kind of have like their big universe, like where Aquaman, Justice League, the Ben Affleck, Batman kind of lie. And then they kind of have like a side universe where they do like different films and if you yeah. could have those characters come back it'd be kind of cool yeah um but yeah I mean, i'm really excited about it what
0: were you gonna say Dave?
1: i i, I agree i think it could, could uh, be fun
0: yeah i think i wasn't a huge cat <laughs> fan at first but he has crushed mm-hmm. it in these for you know past couple movies Every so I, movie. it's, it, he's really grown on me and I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do with it but, I mean, we'll see when the time comes, I guess. I think
1: they figure I think they figured him out later on in the series. In my personal I opinion. Know. I think I mean, Dan's yeah, going to highly know. disagree. He's going to so highly disagree, but I think yeah. I think they figured the character out a little bit later than I do too. At least in my opinion. Like they the they later made him movies I think he's super great.
0: cookie cutter in the beginning. I feel like just you're just like
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just yeah. Um
2: sure. Whatever you guys say. You're <laughs> wrong. But I agree that uh, maybe not so much as his performance and his character, but his movies for sure, as time has gone on, have just been hitting it out of the park. You know, yeah, starting with Winter Soldier, which is still one of my favorite Marvel movies, uh, he's been, he's had easily the best solo films, probably.
0: Yeah. And I mean, he's, as soon as you put him in any kind of work or title, people are going to flock. So I get it. Um, yeah, definitely I, makes yeah. sense for me. I guess we'll yeah, see. I'm cool. excited to see it um moving on to our next bit of news uh dave if you want to take this next little 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 bit
1: yeah for sure uh so yeah bethesda bethesda games um just posted on their twitter account i think a couple days ago a couple days ago so um just like a little bitty sneak promo of like a new game that they're developing and it's like indiana jones which that could be really fun super tight i like this idea it was a really cool intro. It was just like scanned the tabletop of like some bunker and it had like maps and, you know, and then it had like, a, you know, obviously like Indy's hat and then they take the hat off and the whip's there too. And you're like, classic tease. This is going to be great.
0: It better be Shad Um,
1: Oh, if well, it's Lebeuf, I, I doubt, doubt it. He's going
0: through some cases right now, isn't he? Actually,
1: that guy is uh, in trouble. Yeah, yeah
0: I don't uh, He has no more credibility, I don't think,
1: but he's, not having he's always time. in trouble. Yeah. But He's not having time
0: in terms on. of this Bethesda game, I'm I am super hopeful. I mm-hmm. trust I trust Bethesda quite a bit. So have they announced is this like an open world game or is it basically a, a linear we have I'm no idea. Sure. I not hope it's open world. I think it. that'd be imagine just like an open world and you can like find a treasure map and you can go try to like you actually have to solve puzzles and I think there's so much potential for this game.
2: I mean, yeah, the best, some of the best parts about Bethesda games are the exploration aspects. Yeah. And to be able to do that as an established character like Indiana Jones um, and be able to like uncover ancient artifacts and fight Nazis or whatever setting they're going to have him in, it's just, it makes for a very exciting potential game. Uh, I don't know. Granted, the last game they released was not very good, Fallout 76. Yeah, uh, hopefully they've learned from that. I think they have. And hopefully this game is going to be single player only or at least <laughs> mainly.
0: Um, I don't know but, what sense yeah. they could really do multiplayer. Yeah, I app. don't
2: know. But, you know, they'll always find a way to try and make it a service. Yeah, again, it's
0: another money. You grab. Guys, did you okay. guys play Wolfenstein? I did not. I always wanted to.
2: Which was oh, it, oh. it was produced, right?
1: Produced by Bethesda, but not developed. By I think so. Er- Something which like I that. think but this is the same thing. This or, is diff- yeah, this produced. game is produced by Bethesda, but it's being developed by Machine Games, which did which did Wolfenstein. Right? Which Wolfenstein it's
0: pretty highly yeah. rated, though, isn't it?
1: And that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. the I Wolfenstein games like, are, are pretty highly... I love, highly, the, uh, I love the setting yeah. of Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, if there's a dystopia you got me booked, I'm uh, in.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it should but, be. Yeah, I, I mean... mean it just says Disney Disney says that the game will tell a wholly original standalone tale set at the height of the career of Indiana Jones.
0: So it is going to be oh, World go. War II era, I assume. That's kind
2: of fun. Which stuff. is good because I don't yep. really need to see Indy fight an alien.
1: It says either. the teaser no. video hints that the game will take place in Rome.
0: Oh, Ooh. that's sick. So oh, that's I like that. It. Interesting. 40s Rome? That that's pretty cool. That'd be I mean, cool. Exploring just <laughs> 1940s fun. realm. That, I'm, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, they had me sold when they said Indiana Jones video game. Cause that has there really been one? I don't think so. I don't
1: think so. And not like a, yeah, not like a, the, like a
2: popular triple a produced one. now. not that I'm aware of.
0: So it's, it's the Lego some, Indiana Jones games. Hmm. Oh, you but. can't don't underrate those Lego games. Mm-mm. Also, Dave, we're hearing some feedback from your breathing, but it's okay. I like to hear your, oh, your deep breaths. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. My bad. Deep central (laughs) breaths. You're good. Um, Biology. We'll go on to the next subject, staying on the kind of topic of video games. Um, Announced was that Ubisoft is going to make a Star Wars open world game, which I'm even more excited for. I mean, Ubisoft scares me because, you know, they've made some questionable games in the past, but I think they can do a really good job here. But the other news that this is to me is that EA is on the way out and someone else is on the way in. Because I think EA has handled Star Wars horribly as a franchise.
2: Well, yeah, this is huge news. Um, not just because, one, we're getting more Star Wars games, which obviously EA has held the title for this for almost a decade, if not longer. They, they signed they a just decade of released Right. And they just have not released enough games, enough quality games, and enough games in general. So this, I mean, this is huge because this opens the door not just for Ubisoft, Or EA, but other um, developers, production, video game design company, anything like, because EA was exclusive for Star Wars and now it's not. So I'm really hoping that this will give Star Wars kind of the the video game boost that it needs because it is literally, you could explore it in so many different facets.
0: It's literally, you could have.
2: Yeah, tactical games, first-person shooters, third-person adventure games, open-world games, racing games. I mean, you could literally do so many different things with it.
0: That's why I think and, EA flopped.
2: Yeah, EA's really just – they crapped the bed with the Star Wars license. I think they were – Because awesome. odd racing would be sick.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, odd racing would be awesome. Just like a – like not good. like a fully developed game. Just give me like a $15 game. That right, $20, yeah.
2: digital only, something like that. That's
0: where they messed up. They didn't make those kind of mini-games that, you know, friends can buy, t- you know, 10 bucks a piece and just play. That's why right. I think Squadrons is fun, because it wasn't full price.
1: It was, what, 40 bucks.
0: Yeah, and it's even cheaper now, and it's only going to go right. down.
1: But, I mean, it's but just... try that again. I haven't played that enough.
0: You haven't. It's really fun. I um, also need to replay that game. Or you, play it. I you don't it. even have it, do you? Anyways.
1: Wow.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it was made by Respawn, correct? I think I think that's right. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and that sounds right. Basically, what they did is they just handed it to a bunch of people who were passionate about Star Wars and played all those old Star Wars flight simulator games and made this, and they knocked it out of the ballpark, man. You feel like you're in a freaking movie when you're playing the game. It's a, it's awesome. So that's where they dropped the ball, is not making more games because they were just tiptoeing. They didn't want to push too many buttons with the fans, but that's where they did wrong is they didn't, try to expand they played it easy and they played it safe
2: right they've released two first person shooters battlefront and battlefront 2
0: and not and then, even naming it battlefront 3 and 4 which kind of makes me mad but it's fine right
2: you know hopefully this will open up the door for star wars video games to kind of branch out and find their own expanded universe because there's so much potential for star wars video games so much
0: i thought you do and so order much. was really good though
2: Right. And it took EA, you know, how many tries, how many years to finally release a good, polished, yeah. fun game.
0: OK, I'm sorry. Respawn was Fallen Order and Motive was oh, okay. um, what's it called? Squadrons. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, Fallen Order was fun. I just it kind of just got repetitive. Well, uh, so I decided to stop playing it. Linear, I I linear games a- are
0: going to be like that, but sometimes it's refreshing playing those kind of games because we don't get For a lot sure. of them.
2: Yeah, right. for
1: sure. I, I could feel like time to
2: it. It was just nice to see EA release a game that wasn't meant to be a service, right? right? And it was fun, like it for the first game. time in years. Yeah,
0: you pay the sixty and then you're done.
2: I paid seventy, so I could get the cool yellow lights. Well, yeah, in. every game cool. does it,
0: but I'm not. It's like it's. I'm not saying like pay the <laughs> sixty and then pay two hundred dollars more. Right. Yeah. You pay a flat rate and you get the game, which does not happen enough nowadays. So I'm excited to see, but. Let's talk about what kind of setting would you want to see in this open world game? What what time frame? I want like a High <laughs> Republic, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I want something pre, pre, pre... New,
0: prequels, new everything. You know? New characters, new like, story.
2: I mean, the best Star Wars video game of all time, or video games, are KOTOR and KOTOR 2. I was
0: just, yep, I was just about to bring that up.
2: And the most unexplored universe, or time period of Star Wars is... KOTOR and KOTOR 2 time period.
0: And for people that don't know, KOTOR is Knights of the Old Republic, which is way in the past.
2: It takes place thousands of years before the
0: prequels. Even before the High Republic.
2: Right. give Give us more of that. Give us more of the Jedi, you know, ruling, not ruling, but being, you know, omnipresent over the galaxy and solving problems and doing things like that. Like, that's what people want. People don't want another, you know, game set... Post Jedi, post Return of the Jedi, we've had that. We we have had that so much.
0: Yeah, and so, what Disney is yeah. about to do with their shows is flush out this whole era between um, the OGs and the sequels. So we don't need any more content there. Right. We've already flushed out the time between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope with the Clone Wars and Rogue One and Solo. We don't need more there either. As much as I'd love to. And even in, in, you know, during the Clone Wars too, if we have plenty of content there. I want something new, something fresh, a, a breath of fresh air, basically. And if we do like *Higher Republic*, man, the height of the Jedi going up against this race of aliens—I forget their names—but they're basically able to turn the will of the Force against anybody they want—is super weird and like super effed up. But I'm just, I'm into it, so I hope they kind of cover what happens there. So I yeah, I want a fresh story, new characters and. Give me lightsabers.
2: Yeah. That's what I want to say. Right,
0: we have not had enough of that lately.
2: There's a lot you can do with it. Just, just don't make it boring. And the don't same old stuff cutter. that we've been getting. Right. No cookie yeah. Cutter BS. Like Fallen order was really fun, you know, and it explored a different character that we hadn't seen, but take it a step further than that. Go to yeah. a different time period, you know, I agree. incorporate some expanded universe things.
0: Fallen order was nice where it kind of, it, it, highlighted the like expanded universe you know them him going to ilum and seeing <clears> the <throat> kyber crystal cave that was awesome that, that was, was like, really crap cool. this is amazing yeah um so it, it fallen order took those baby steps but now i want i want a leap i want just a leap into the darkness and something something brand spanking new right because we we've had enough of the of the old we want as, i hate the last jedi but to quote it let the what is it like let, let, let the past die Yeah, I'm kind of down for that in video game terms. So we'll see. I don't know. Hopefully more news comes out soon. Do they even give a time frame? I don't think. No, just kind of announced it.
2: I'm sure it's going to take a couple years. Yeah, I want them to.
0: You know, I want them to take their time. Take your
2: time, Ubisoft.
0: Learn from Cyberpunk. Take your time. Don't
2: make it. Don't make it like Assassin's
1: Creed either. (laughs) Get something better.
0: All right. Enough of Star Wars. Uh, Dave, go ahead and take us on to the next bit of news we got.
1: Mm. Well, Swanny, I think when when we saw this, Swanny like his eyes lit up. Uh, <laughs> we're getting ranked play in Cold War, Woo! which is something that Swanny's been wanting for quite a while. I've
0: wanted this because I <laughs> want when I play public matches in Cold or just any COD multiplayer, I want to feel rewarded if I win a game. If we grind out that win and we get a win, you know, if we grind out that game and get a win, and then we're rewarded by ranking up in a in a ranked system in league match it's gonna feel so much better than just getting a win and then going to the next match you know so i'm i am yeah, I'm stoked for this news
2: well you know what would be really fun is if they brought ranked play to war zone like apex legends did i
0: right? agree i think that's the like, next step for them and
1: then, yeah i hope that that is the next viable step here and they gave um, you the option right you didn't have to play in ranked play right
0: Right. You could play casually or in Apex? In Apex, yeah. Yeah,
1: you could choose, right?
0: So the other rumor going along with this is that SBMM will be turned down in public matches now. So, so. that is why this is kind of like a a double edged sword, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, I
1: think so. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I don't because now we can finally relax playing those pub matches and not and I'm not sweating through my chair like I said last episode.
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's
2: not what you said.
0: You know? uh, yeah, we're not going to say. say what I've said. What's been said has been said. <laughs> Dave, don't give me that look.
2: You said some
1: <laughs> uh, some questionable things.
0: Yep, I sure did. Things.
1: things were said.
0: Things, things were indeed said. So, uh, yeah, things, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see where ranked play yeah, goes because, again, that rewarding feeling. We kind of got it in my... Modern Warfare, where they did the like the CDL playlist.
1: Yeah, that oh, was right. cool. That was I, fun. I, I did I like that, that.
0: Uh, where we kind of
1: CDL search and destroy. That was so much fun. That was the most fun you could have in a multiplayer. And, I think, and
0: you I'm guys, kidding. I hope you can confirm and expand. But winning in the CDL search and destroy was so much more rewarding oh, than in regular game modes.
2: Well, yeah, it just it really helps to take out the amount of like cheesy, ridiculous ways to win. It took out shotguns. It took Aww. out... Um, what was it? I can't remember what other guns it took out. But it, it, it kept it to a base level of play, and it really felt like you had to rely on skill over like broken cheesy. guns or like attachments scary. to guns that yeah. are crappy or something like that. So it definitely felt more like a test of skill than just playing a normal COD game.
0: Yeah. So, let's I mean, I'm still skeptical because Activision has betrayed me before and they will again. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> we'll talk more about it when it actually comes out. I'm I'm still skeptical but hopeful. Do
1: they have a timeline for that yet?
0: February 24th or something like mm. that. Okay. It's mid-season. All uh, Well, I guess even to go along with this news is that the new zombies map is coming out February 4th ahead of season two or season one, oh, or whatever for real? it is. Yeah. And I'm super stoked about that too. Cause I think the zombies in this game is so much fun.
2: I have not played a lick of zombies. We need to play it I more cause it is fun. Yeah. We should do uh we should do a watch party with some zombies.
0: Ooh, that'd be fun actually.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. I think that'd be a good idea.
0: Let us know on the, on the, we'll put a little poll on Twitter. If you guys want to see that, please, uh, please tune in. Cause it would be fun. Oh yeah, but um, what I what I do like about these zombie, just to kind of go into the zombies in Cold War a bit, um, is that you can play them going for the Easter egg, or you can play them casually like Dan likes to, where you you know you're just surviving. You don't have to do the Easter egg in the map to have fun. Just surviving is fun in, the, in these maps. So I'm hopeful Which that is they good. yes, because Black Ops Four Zombies was not like that. Just playing it casually was a pain in the butt.
1: Right, I feel like all we did was do Easter eggs.
0: All we did was do?
1: All, all we did, did was do the <laughs> Easter eggs. Yeah. I know,
0: you just didn't say Easter eggs for like a pause. It wasn't worded well. Okay? It wasn't
1: worded well. <laughs> all Here we again. did was do, baby.
0: All we did all was we did do, was our it. new slogan. Dave, you yeah. look special right now. I wish the viewers could see that. <laughs> you but, look like um, a trucker. I, just my hat, got my hat got a, how does that I say trucker? I know, my hair is a mess. I'm wearing a hat all day. I mean, look at all of our hairs. We're losing it's it. Tough. Anyways,
2: refuse to take off my hat.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm hopeful again for ranked. I'm hopeful again for zombies. And I want Cold War to kind of turn a corner and be a little better than it has in the past. So we'll see. That'd be nice. And speaking of being better, uh, the Nets just got a whole lot better. Dan, tell us about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Brooklyn
2: Nets are the latest team to jump on the super team trend. Uh, like the Heatles and the Golden State Warriors before them, they now have three legitimate superstars. Um, and it James Harden, if you didn't hear, was traded to the Brooklyn Nets for a multitude of draft picks, um, a bunch it's of like players are going trade, to What did you say? It was, it was like a, a four-team it a trade. It was a four-team trade. Yeah, like Victor Oladipo went to the Rockets. Karis LeVert went to the uh, Pacers. Eight draft picks went to the Rockets. Eight? Damn. Eight. Um, oh, and then, dude, that's
1: a good play. That's a good yeah, trade for and them. then James
2: Harden is now on the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving.
0: So do the Nets just go all out for a championship then? That's what it seems like they're doing.
2: I mean, because most of their pick swaps are after Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden are under contract. So, And mo- most of the picks they traded. So likely they're going to be good picks. Unless they can keep it going, but so it's basically championship or bust. Maybe not this season, but in the next two seasons,
0: is Harden um, going to lose? Okay, I'm not. I am. I am a thick boy. I'm not hating. Same. But man, is Harden going to lose some weight?
2: <laughs> he legitimately looks pudgy
0: he looks our say, size i won't say fat but he looks he pudgy. looks our size i'm not gonna he looks
2: like me when i played on in a intramural basketball league earlier in 2020 <laughs> in my pippin <laughs> ain't easy jersey
0: Nah, that's best, best squad best i mean squad he's in town. built
2: like the pillsbury Doughboy right now <laughs> and how do you play basketball in the nba like that i don't, I don't know
0: do he looks sluggish too i've watched him play
2: I, I I would assume that once Kevin and Kyrie get him in practice and he's running that seven seconds or less offense, he's going to start dropping. Some
0: I feel like Kyrie's going through his own bull crap right now, though.
2: Uh, yeah. Kyrie Irving, who skipped like five or six games due to personal reasons, was then found at a public maskless birthday party for his brother or, or his sister and his father. So he's got his own things going on where he's distracted from basketball. So I don't know. Do the Nets win a title this year? Who knows? No, I don't. Think I mean, do. the Lakers are still the best team in the league, I think. They I, have I, superstar talent and the depth.
0: Yeah. I Dave, really don't want shut them to up. win.
2: up. You are not a Laker fan. I'm kidding. Did I'm he even kidding. say
0: anything?
2: He, went, he, he did I a little, little motion
0: with the little. Ah, oh, shotgun, bro. I didn't say anything. Carman, I didn't say nothing. Dave. I'm not talking to you for like thirty seconds. Cool off. Take a lap. (laughs) Take a lap. Would never root for the Bulls, but as soon as he moves to the to the coast, he can start rooting for LA.
2: Not even as soon as he moved. As soon as the fucking Dodgers and Lakers won a championship, he was like, "Oh
0: yeah, you know, I don't, I might be a fan."
2: LA is more fun when the teams win (laughs) chips. It's like, okay, guys. That's that's true.
0: I I I can probably attest it.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm sure he's right.
0: I can't be mad. mad. Doesn't make it any better. No, it doesn't. That's yeah, all right. But yeah, I'll just, just take your L's. Take your L's. Sorry. Besides the Lakers, I can't see anyone else winning.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think if Brooklyn could figure it out and Harden buys into the Nash and D'Antoni system that they're running and Kevin and Kyrie stay healthy and sane throughout the rest of the year, then there's not a better ceiling than Brooklyn. Brooklyn is going to be the best team. They have two legitimate MVP level players and Kyrie, who's been the second best player on a champion.
0: Isn't DeAndre Jordan on that team?
2: And DeAndre Jordan's on that team.
0: That's crazy, dude. He's kind of old, though. I know, but he's still a bit slow. It's not for his hops or anything anymore. It's just for being in the middle.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, he still can get 15 and 10 a game. I'm sure.
0: And that's so they have a mind. lot
2: of. I mean, they they have the, the superstar talent, no doubt.
0: I they're, don't know if they, they would have a high it. ceiling, but can they reach it?
2: Right. It's gonna they're gonna have to have some things fall into place very correctly.
0: And how in the mother truckers is LeBron still playing this well?
2: Because <sighs> he's superhuman, he
0: is literally a superhuman man. And I, I hate to say it. I, get it. I don't, don't hate, hate
2: LeBron, you. but I hate, I mean, I'm a Bulls fan, so of course, I hate him. Yeah. I hate him because he destroyed my franchise for the last forever. (laughs) Um, And, you know, but the fact, yeah, he's 36 years old. He's playing some of the best basketball of his career still. He's transformed himself into the best passer in the league, which he's probably been up there.
0: Yeah, he's always been a good facilitator, but and I've always mocked it, him for it because he'll facilitate late in the game and not take a shot.
2: Right, instead of taking the shot. But now he's got Anthony Davis next to him, so it really doesn't That's, matter.
0: It's disgusting.
2: I mean, I, I still want, I still would pick, if you had a gun to my head, pick a team to win the championship, I still think it's the Lakers.
0: I don't think anybody's don't have, talent
2: level beats LeBron.
0: No, and I don't think 80. the Nets have that chemistry yet. Yeah,
2: maybe if they get it going, you know. But and if KD can continue to be post Achilles healthy and uh, almost his former self, then maybe
0: I, I don't get all three of those superstars on the nets are ball hogs. So it's going to be I, who's going to step down and let the other two kind of run the ship.
2: Right. Who defers on that team? And you would assume it'd be Kyrie. I would say Kyrie of the three. He's the least.
0: But and it's Kyrie not by Eagle, much, but he's the least talented. Will Kyrie's ego let him do that?
2: Right. Is he gonna, you know, go off and do something besides basketball? He didn't. He, he didn't
0: want to be LeBron's Robin, and now he's even now he's Alfred. He's Alfred. He's,
2: he's, Alfred. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> actually Alfred.
0: Uh, because Kevin
2: and Harden are better than him. That's just a fact. He's at this stage in their
0: career. Kyrie bothers me, man. He, so I, I get. Look, I understand they have problems, and he's. He's struggling with things, but at some point you just need to go out there and play man.
2: Kyrie is two sides of the same coin. The one side is he is a beacon of social justice in the NBA. Yeah. He has done so many things for racial equality and he's been using his platform as, you know, as a, a superstar athlete should when they have a cause to root for, but he also needs to realize that, he, I mean, he's a basketball player. He's got to play basketball. Or else, of course, people aren't going to be happy with him and people are going to question what he's doing, yeah. you know, especially when he uses the excuses. You know, he said he needed to take like his his quote was he needed to take time off because of the events that were happening at the, the U.S. Capitol. And then he was found at a birthday party maskless with a bunch of people with his family. It's like, I mean, don't say one thing and do the other, you know?
0: Yeah, so it was just basically a bunch so, of a bowl.
2: It was just a bunch of it was a it was it's a bunch of talk. And until he shows it on the court, then I still think the Lakers are the best team. In the league. That's what it is. I like you know, Kyrie. I you know I think he's a little weird, but I think he's a good person. I just don't know if he's gonna be a superstar basketball player anymore.
0: I don't know if he can be because he is Alfred. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't play. He no, never he plays anymore. I mean. I, I don't get the going to the birthday party. I get it's your family, but you're. I also get getting, family's important. You're getting paid millions to just follow a few guidelines. I don't know. I I won't get too right. into it.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. We don't we don't want to get too into it here. But uh, basically, the news is that Harden is on the Nets. Yeah, and they have the highest ceiling in the we in the league question is can they reach it yeah and the answer is not if someone gets hurt or if Kyrie doesn't come back and focus
0: the answer is question mark right okay i think i think we've covered our news right fellas anything else
2: i think we got through wow. it pretty well proud of us um we're good. We are very inspirational we are
0: i mean my god <laughs> look at us well they can't look at us but look at us
2: look at us who would have hey. thought?
0: Not me. Not me. (laughs) All right, fellas. I think let's let's dive into our thing of the week. Um, This week, we are covering a topic near and dear to my heart, I think, hopefully to all of our hearts growing up as kids, the OG Star Wars trilogy, and that means episodes four, five, and six, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. So I think to start, fellas, let's just go through each film. And to for preface for the audience, we all three uh, rewatched these recently just to kind of reminisce and see what we can see and go through some nostalgia. So I think first let's just kind of talk about each film individually, what we thought rewatching again, especially with all the new ones coming out in *Mandalorian*. Um, Dave, you want to kick us off with *New Hope*?
1: Yeah, I mean I had the I had the pleasure of watching it yesterday, um, and then. Watching the the final two last night, so that was a nice like, what six hour six hour time spent <laughs> watching those movies. Um, yeah, I mean, I think again, I, I think I think, A New Hope is obviously again what made in nineteen seventy six or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a whole different genre of film or film and like movie making. FOOM! <laughs> FOOM! Um, <laughs>
0: Boom. <laughs> Boom!
1: You know where that came up. Um, But it's like, it's a different style of movie making, right? And it's like, it's paced differently and it feels different. And it's like, it's super refreshing for me to go back to something like that. Um, Apart from, again, watching the kind of the modern day style of movie making where it's like, everything is dramatic. Everything has like a reason in the plot. And like for Star Wars, at least the old ones, like it's a little bit more of kind of like watching Game of Thrones, at least a little bit to where like not every, the, 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 Fire doesn't need to go every time. You know what I mean? There's not always going to be like a major fire that people need to put out. And so it's a slower narrative process. But I think it's really refreshing because, again, I think it allows the the audience to like watch the characters a little bit more and kind of feel the movie. Like I just I feel the music throughout the entire like trilogy of the original trilogy. Yeah. Like you feel every beat. You know what I mean? And like you just like experience that with them. And, like, A New Hope, again, doesn't have a whole lot going on with it in terms of narrative. Like, there's, like, three major driving plot points to get to the overall conclusion. And, like, not that much kind of happens in between the start and the finish. But, like, I think it does a really good job of introducing you to the characters while at the same time, like, having a unique story that, like, again, after the fact and being a huge fan that we are of these things, like, was really saved in, like, the editorial process. And, like, that's interesting to know, but it's, like, it's also like, damn, they did a great job editing that because it feels like a unique, like in in general sense of the word, like a well done film. But it was like the first kind of endeavor into this style of movie making. And like, that's incredible to see how they kind of went from. The visual effects of the time and the budgets—you know—the budget uh, crunches that they probably had to go on because they didn't have money—and you're just like, "Damn, that was an amazing film experience," and that's yeah. still what I have to this day. Their, when I watch those.
0: Their use of mini sets are just like the most really fun well thing to watch. Yeah, yes. it's like
1: watching a really well-done like theater production. You're like, "Damn, they put an insane amount of work and like developed a sane amount of like technologies to make this happen." And you're just like, that's movie making. That's like making a beautiful film.
0: Well, I read a really interesting article. I don't know. It wasn't recently, it was a few months ago. But it, it wasn't an intentional marketing strategy. But using those mini sets and then selling toys that look like the mini sets makes them sell better because it looks like you're buying the stuff they used on set, like the X Wings you see or like Star Destroyers, right. whatever. The toys and the mini sets look so similar in how they're designed and made. It's super cool. And I know as a kid, I loved getting those toy X-Wings, man, and just flying right. them around. Um, but on the same, on the same boat, of course, the CGI is a bit dated. You can make that argument, but I still think it's watchable and exciting.
1: I kind of, sorry to cut Dan off because I know he hasn't budgeted in yet. Um, so just a, remind me after Dan um, gives his share to talk about the kind of the updated version of star Wars. I don't know when it came out, but just like remind me to talk about that for a second because I have some. Time. I was gonna bring that up. Um, okay, maybe we can segue into it then.
2: Yeah, um, I think that's. I love A New Hope. This was the first time, and you know, as we're focusing on this one, this was the first time I'd rewatched A New Hope since like freshman or sophomore year of college. So it had been a really long time since I'd revisited it, and you, you just forget how like magical everything seems and how fun this movie is you know especially after watching the prequels and the sequels it's like it, it, it's a nice refresher to go back and just see where it all started um some of the things i really love about new hope i think the minute harrison ford comes on screen as han solo i mean he owns it owns the entire franchise basically um but he owns that movie that's mm-hmm. his movie I mean, the chest hair is immaculate. His acting <laughs> is superb. I, he comes on screen and he is just a presence.
0: I like that the chest hair was the first point you <laughs> well, <laughs> the first I was the watching movie. it the other day
2: and I was like, man,
0: one. that vest is
2: uh, it's unbuttoned. He's, he's getting a little <laughs> chesty up in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and like Carrie Fisher is great as Leia. She kind of starts yeah. off as this posh royalty-esque person in the beginning when she's chatting with Vader and with Tarkin. And then as the movie goes on, she kind of shows her true colors. She's not really this person. She's a warrior. She's a really strong female character, especially in a time where there weren't a ton of strong female characters in the 70s. And she's awesome. Carrie Fisher is great in New Hope. And Leia is a really important character. Um... And I think Mark Hamill does a great job, uh, especially it being his like first feature film.
1: Yeah, it's really good
2: and he's really good as the the bratty kid who's stuck in a situation he doesn't want to be in. And then he has a bunch of responsibility all of a sudden thrust upon him and the story just flows. It flows. It like really the first, you, you, you could say the first like 45 minutes is slow. But it's just a lot of world building. It's a lot of getting to know, like, Vader and how the Empire works and how things are on Tatooine. And I love spending time with C-3PO and R2-D2. And that's basically what the first 45 minutes of the movie Mm -hmm. are.
1: Yeah. And,
2: you know, world building with the Jawas and the Sand People. Tusken Raiders.
0: I was just going to say that that's what they had. The complaint for New Hope is always that it's slow. And that's always my counter argument is what you just said is that when this movie came out, there was no prequels. There was no big overarching story for Star Wars. And you have to kind of set that scene where I I don't think anything as ambitious as Star Wars at the time was around. Right. You know, building this whole new universe of space opera and coming up with all these new types of people with Jedi and the dark side And what I really liked about New Hope in the beginning was that initial talk inside the hut that Ben Kenobi and Luke have where Ben kind of talks about the Clone Wars and Luke's dad and, but it doesn't dive in too far and give you too much exposition of it. That's what I really appreciated about it is that they left it open-ended without knowing they were going to come back to it.
2: Right. Right. And I think it's got one of the best things about a Star Wars story. It's that, I mean, the plot feels natural. These are all natural progressions for things that are going to happen. You know, I think the worst Star Wars movie in all of our opinions are where it feels like things are being forced down our throats because of plot relevance or because a character needed something to do. And in this movie, there's none of that, in my opinion. I think it, it flows so smoothly all the way through. Everything makes sense from beginning to end, you know, the the droids land on Tatooine because Leia sent them away at the nearest planet. And then they get captured by Jawas and on and on and on until the end where they destroy the Death Star. And it's like, I that's a great movie to yeah. me. Um, yeah, it does. It flows extremely, extremely well. It, it just really does. And it's something that you cannot take away from that film. Yeah. Now, some of I mean, some of the bad things which we have to talk about.
0: Oh, yeah, I, you know, of course. It's only fair. Some of the dialogue's weird. Um, <laughs> like, they, you know, yes!
2: It's to be expected. You know? Like, some of Vader's line readings are just strange. Yeah. You I want them alive! And you could tell they didn't really sync up the voice reading with the actual acting. I think as the, well one as line,
1: the one line that kills me is when, like, I think he feels Obi-Wan or something, and he's like, I, I sense yes. a presence. I, have, uh, I haven't felt this something presence. Something I haven't sensed since... Sense since. And then he just walks away like it was like literally written like it was for a theater play. Right. It's like something I haven't sensed since. Well, it's a, it's a space opera. A and then just talking to himself and then walks stage left. And you're like, that was so scripted and so not genuine that you're just like, eh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a space opera.
1: No, right, I'm, not, so, I'm not shitting on it. But it was just yeah, like you so, could tell yeah. the, the level of filmmaking, I guess, skill just like wasn't there. Because like they were just winging it. You know what I mean? They were literally just like coming up with shit doing it and just like hoping it works and right and that's fun that's a fun thing to watch
2: and there's the notorious stories of uh harrison ford and carrie fisher like rewriting their lines right before they were to film scenes and harrison ford blowing up at george lucas and saying you can write this shit but you can't say it and it was like and i think it benefited those films to have people like Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and even Mark Hamill to an extent that were willing to stand up to George Lucas and be like, "Hey, this sounds bad.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna
2: say it this way because it sounds better." And then, of course, the editing used little, and the used post-production of the, all of it. I could have used a little help. In the stop. People. We're not. I don't want to talk about this
0: with you yet. Did he just bring up? <laughs> for, he he brought up, up the prequels. <laughs> it's a good it. thing I could see his face. This is the OG exactly trilogy doing. episode. <laughs>
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. We will sorry. get I know, I know. there. I had, to just, I had to throw a little shade. I'm sorry. You're going to get a lot, lot of shade when light. we do that i got to light the, you know, fuel the flames for the next step, you know. Yeah. You're going to get but a for, lot of shade. F-
2: yeah, you will. For a first movie, though, I think this does so many things well. Right. Way more things well than it does poorly. Um, but to get to what Dave was talking about, and I think we should discuss this about every movie, it's going to come up more in Return, I think, than it will in Empire. Yes. Because there's a terrible scene in Return of the Jedi that they
1: buy. <laughs> I, I want to know if we're talking about the same one, but we'll get there. I'm yeah, sure we, we are, out. but we'll get there. We'll get there.
2: For New Hope, it just – it they. so for anyone that doesn't know, there was new editions released in 1997 that added um, a few different scenes – some extra CGI things they wanted to do some stuff before *Phantom Menace* came out, and those ones aren't as egregious to me. Um, I think the in *A New Hope* they just added some CGI creatures. I don't think yeah, they, added they added a ton of different scenes. They added,
1: they added Jabba. That, um, I think that was they, in 2011. A new- Oh, in 2011? Yeah,
2: so 97 wasn't as bad. It was just updating the visuals, and they added some CGI background creatures. But then in 2011, before Lucas sold it to Disney, they came out with another edit, and they added a terrible scene with Jabba that wasn't... It was It was a cut scene originally, and it had Jabba as a human. Yeah. Or as the human playing him. Because um, they hadn't CGI'd it. There was a notorious deleted scene and then they added it in cgi jabba over it and it really takes away from jabba as a character it's so bad in the it scene
0: where he looks super weird, weird? yeah and yeah, Greedo's in terrible.
2: that scene after getting shot like they confirmed that it was greedo because there's oh two different God. aliens that are the same species as him but one of them is greedo
0: same outfit. So I'm not going to lie to you. I have only watched the 97 version. I haven't watched this 20, 2011 version. So I
2: It's on Disney Plus. Oh. Yeah. It's the one on Disney Plus. I and need then and I hate then. it. It's <laughs> it was terrible. Awful. And they added the scene with Han. You know, Han shoots first was a big thing. It really endeared Han Solo to fans because it was like, he's a scoundrel. He will do things that some people won't do. And in 97, they added a scene where Greedo shoots first. They just add a little blaster bolt that goes by Pon's head. Han's head. And he, like, shifts his head incredibly to one side, and it looks terrible. Yeah, and guess. then in this new version, they fucked it up even worse because now Greedo says, McClunky right before he shoots, and they <laughs> still have Han breaking his neck, going to the side, I, did, I need to see this. It's the worst thing I've ever seen well, in my life. Have you seen an it, interview? Really, really,
1: it, it's not necessary. I don't know why really they isn't. did it.
0: Have you seen well, the interview with Harrison Ford? Somebody was like, it was very recently. And they were like, uh, Harrison, who who did shoot first? You were Greedo. And he just goes, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't
2: give a shit. Which is, uh, We'll talk about it eventually. But that's Harrison Ford's basically attitude on life, I think. Yeah, it's great. Um, But, yeah, like, uh, I don't know who thought it was – a like, originally Lucas wanted to make Han seem like more of a good guy, so he got shot at first. That's how Greedo shooting first came into play. Um, But I don't know who just said, you know what, let's add McClunky
0: McClunky. before he
2: shoots to give Han a warning and he shoots first. It's
0: terrible. Okay, so wait, he just says – the word McClunky. It literally—they
2: like add a little scene or a little shot of his face. He says McClunky, just like that, and then they go back to the scene where Han's neck breaks going to the side, and he Greedo shoots, and then Han shoots. Okay, that just Doesn't
0: doesn't make any sense. Quick right. pause, and I'm going to put the the dialogue right here. McClunky. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be so funny. Okay, you just heard it. I haven't heard this yet. I'll hear it in post, but interesting. Not clunky.
2: But yeah, like I think the, the worst thing about a new hope is uh, the crappy stuff they've added, you know, like, cause you can get over the, the strange dialogue choices and the, like even the CGI, the matte paintings are gorgeous. The yeah, backgrounds and some of the transitions aren't super smooth. Like when they're flying down into the trench, you can, mm-hmm. you can tell, when it changes but it's still it's like this is from 1977 this looks so smooth for a movie that came out 50 years ago almost so i love a new hope i think a new hope is fantastic i think it's like if i know we did our watching order in the second episode of this podcast but i will never fault someone for saying this is the first star wars movie i want to
0: watch yeah um, my final, it's so good. my quick final thought on new hope is exactly what dan said it was just it's just enjoyable to watch i mean I, you can have your little qualms with it but it's just such an easy story to follow so fun. and i can't complain about it so that's it, that's it, it keeps
1: itself contained which i think a lot of like new series try to like expand them out so much that you're like overwhelmed and you don't execute it well but they literally kept themselves like on four or five different locations and like the narratives like took place like for like a big chunk of change, like at each scene, they're not jumping around everywhere and like making it chaotic. It was like very controlled and just like well paced. Um, And yeah, as much as it's not like an action film, it's not really an action film and that's fine. Right. Um, And it's, to me, it's like when they add in all the extra crap you're like, dude, you just took me out of it. And I know the the idea that you had behind these like VFX transitions and changes that you were making was to try to keep audiences in. But you literally did the exact opposite when you just like show me something that was done 50 years later, still poorly, but trying to match it with an old style. And you're like, ew, don't do that. And they did it like a little bit in A New Hope, a little bit in Empire. And a lot of it in return of the Jedi. <laughs> and it was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, you leave doing? it, leave it be. You're fine.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think new, no one's hope's gonna biggest, stop liking. new hope's biggest strengths are one nostalgia, of course, because it's most people's first star Wars movie. And two, it's, it's two hours long. It's not an overly long film. None of them. There's are. some good action breaks in between. But you, it's just a really fun film about learning about these characters and jumping right into this universe. And the exposition given doesn't feel forced, and it doesn't feel like we shouldn't be getting it, where a lot of Star Wars movies since have, uh, have done that. Um, but yeah, I love A New Hope. I think it's great. Um, and then, Dave, one thing I talked with Swanee about, where – and I – And, Swanee, if you have more thoughts, um, but what I wanted us to do was rank it in our all-time ratings. I wanted you to put these three movies, like, if they're one all-time, two all-time, three, whatever they are, but not give away your all-time ranking yet. Um, So just Mm -hmm. say where it lies on your list of 11 movies.
1: For A New Hope. For a new hope,
2: we'll do it for each of these three, and then when we do a prequel, and when we do the sequels, and the uh, solo, and Rogue One. But gotcha. So just think about it, and then Swanee, I don't know I, yeah, if you. Yeah, I can any go first. Class.
0: I got. I yeah. can go first with that ranking, so you guys can think about it a little bit. Um, without giving spoilers to my where the other spots are at, um, I have it at number four. I think it's fitting because it also, is also episode number four. Um, again, just for the simplicity of the movie bringing me into the lore of what happens after the Clone Wars and the the subtle callbacks to Anakin, my favorite um, character in Star Wars, and, of course, Obi-Wan, OG. Um, The characters in New Hope, again, are simple, funny, relatable, but also inspiring. Um, So that's why I actually have it ranked at number four. Top five.
2: Yeah, so for me, I think I have it ranked number 3. Um and obviously these rankings, you know, every time every few months when I think about it, I'm like, oh, well, maybe this one, but for me, it's it's just whenever it's on, I'm like, oh yeah, remember that? Or oh yeah, remember this like the garbage disposal scene? I had totally forgotten about it mm-hmm. the last from the last time I'd watched it and all of a sudden I was like, oh shit. There's a creature living in the Death Star garbage disposal, <laughs> <laughs> and that's amazing. That's just an amazing piece of like lore, expanded expanded lore that makes it feel even more alive. And I love that movie. I I think it's my third favorite all the
1: time. What about you, Mister? I need to buy. It. All right, so still thinking. <laughs> no i think i got it i think i do i think i i think i have it um i got mine at two okay because i'm a i'm an original list kind of in a sense like i really enjoy watching the original trilogies probably more so than i enjoy watching any of the other ones and i will get into the later ones and the prequels and some of the you know the again like the the ones that were made in 20 like the, the like the new trilogy and the additional add-on stories um But yeah, I got mine. I mean, a new hope. But to me, is again, I'd rather if I had a pick of all of them, if I could just grab one off the table, like more often than not, I would choose that one. Um, So yeah.
0: Okay. Well, do we want to segue into our thoughts on Empire Strikes Back? You guys cool with that?
2: Yeah. I mean, let you kick off this one. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Is it the greatest sequel ever made? Like direct sequel? I I think it's got an argument for it. I mean talk about doing everything a sequel needs to do to be better than the original. It expands the universe. It, it gives us more side characters to develop while also giving our main characters more to do. Like Vader has what? 12 minutes of screen time and a new hope. And then this feels like his movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: partly at he least. He owns dude. He owns the screen. In this movie. Right. Yeah. And like, and his, I think his scenes are insanely suspenseful. Yeah. Even today. Because he feels like a caged dog in A New Hope.
2: We only get to see 12 minutes of him. He force chokes one guy but doesn't kill him. And in this movie it feels like he's unleashed. Like and we learn more about his background there's the back to tank scene. There's the scene with the Emperor which we'll get to to the changes made in this movie. But I love Empire. I think it is as close to To like a great movie, a great film that Star Wars has ever come in terms of like just objective filmmaking, the cinematography, the acting, the the overall plot and narrative. It's so good and so succinct, and it all works. It like it it does everything that New Hope does well and then takes it to another level, to me. And Han Solo is amazing in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. He's so good. The I love you, I know scene. That's one of the most iconic scenes in movie history for a reason.
0: And, of course, everybody knows the trivia that that was a ad lib by Harrison himself, as we talked about earlier. And
2: it's so good. And then we get our first really good lightsaber duel. Like, the scene between Ben and Vader in four is, like, really cool because it's the first one you ever see. And you like, you don't know what to expect, but this is two lightsaber wielders, maybe not in their prime, Luke almost in his prime and Vader just out of his prime. But as close to another prime as you'll get until the prequels and it's really well choreographed, you know, Mm -hmm. Vader obviously has the upper hand in the whole fight and he's just toying with him a little bit. He
0: looks like he's just toying with him.
2: And then the minute Luke gains the advantage, Vader says, ah, you thought, (laughs) guy. And it's just, it's really good. And like Boba Fett, which Boba Fett is actually in the 2011 cut of A New Hope. He's in that Jabba scene, which whatever. He's in it for five seconds. He is. Um, Yeah, he is. And I think it's dumb.
0: Yeah. Um, Because I think he's introduced in
2: this movie and he's really cool. And I you can understand why people after this movie were like, Oh, Boba Fett, he's so dope. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, what else can you say about Empire except that it it it's probably objectively the best Star Wars movie made from like yeah, when it's you on, look it's, at
1: it yeah. from like an objective point of view.
0: Objectively, it's so good. I, that's, objectively my, that's my
1: number one movie if I have to watch that. Like that's it, it's that and then a new hope. Like that's number one. Yeah. And, like, the scene... Good, you know? Like, it's just really good.
2: Right. And it's funny. The scenes with Yoda in Dude, the it's beginning hilarious. are so funny. And Yoda's you this think, crazy yeah. old guy on Dagobah.
0: And the um, memes that came out of that, too. I know it's more modern-day oh, so memes, but it is. It and is, and is genius.
1: Like, cultural a relevance. Of, yeah. A, that's yeah. important. There's a lot of comedy in Empire. As, as, as yeah. like great of a great event, like a intense action movie as it is, like, there's so much good comedy. Like, again, I... Watched it last night, like, whilst eating tacos and, like, Mexican food and, like, Willst? Los Wiles? Angeles-based herbs. <laughs> <In> LA. <laughs> and it The was herbs! <laughs> the herb. And it was... I was cracking up at some of these things, bro. Like, I wrote down a bunch of things that I thought were hilarious. And my first Let's thought when watching Empire was, like, lightsabers emit heat, right? No. Like... They are hot. They have to be. Like when Luke is in when Luke is in the ice cave and the Yeti like attaches him to the ceiling. He like cuts himself out with like the lightsabers. Like clearly it's hot to like cut through snow. And I'm just like, Luke, when you're walking through the snow, just like turn the lightsaber on, bro. Get yourself some heat. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Now we're gonna logistics. (laughs) High Dave right here. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're an idiot. Like that <laughs> thing obviously emits heat. Like use it for warm, warm yourself Those up. LA herbs, man. Dude, there is some incredible stuff. Like I, I thought about all of the possible scenarios of like how R2D2 is personality wise. And you can kind of get it through the beeps and the boops because they time it and they do their, like him and Luke's relationship or R2's relationship with Luke. They do it really well in this movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what if like R2-D2 was just like a sarcastic motherfucker <laughs> the whole time? And he just like shits on Luke every time they have conversations. But Luke is like too nice of a guy to like snarl back. So he just like kind of takes it. I just thought about all the potential like conversations that could be dubbed over to be hilarious. I, I thought about that for probably too too much of an amount of time.
0: They kind of made a droid like that in the Rebels TV show, Dan, with Chopper. Uh, with Chopper. I mean, that kind of was a sarcastic a-hole. And
1: yeah. they kind of do it On in Rogue K2 One, A2SO, yeah. 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 they do it a in little Rogue bit in Rogue One. But, like, I just think it would be hilarious if he was just, like, so sarcastic to Luke all the time. And I'm like, damn, that's not what I picture their relationship being, but it would be awesome if It'd it was. It'd be pretty funny. Well, to go along with There's being funny... I have a bunch written down, but...
0: Uh, just real quick, I was just going to say, with being funny, is something Dan kind of said earlier, is that it was not forced and Empire. I think it was all natural comedy mm-hmm. that you can sit back and enjoy. And as opposed to some certain sequel movie that I won't name,
1: <laughs> where the comedy is super
0: forced. I mean, movie is honest. Movies. Honestly, uh, movies yeah. A of them. Um, where the comedy is super forced. It felt a lot more natural. And again, I, you can complain about some, some, some lines being kind of quirky because it's George Lucas, but overall, Empire is just fun to watch, man, because the other thing I want to bring up is, especially in the time. I know I'm going to keep saying this, but in the time it came out, rarely do the bad guys win in a sequel movie Mm -hmm. or just in general. I mean, the Empire shit on the rebellion. Oh, yeah. So. I don't know, man. Empire, is it's, it's super easy of me to say, but it's just a good film
1: hmm
2: yeah i just think I it does a lot of things uh damn near everything well like yeah. really really
0: well i was trying to come up with negatives for empire before this and i'm just like i can't <laughs> it's really a hard
2: thing to
1: do
0: i'm sure dave has some notes
1: <laughs> uh no i i don't think i have anything terrible um I'm guessing just some more stuff. I do have one question with the edit, I guess the, the remastered version, the scene where one of like the, the Imperial cronies is like coming down to talk to Darth Vader. And he's like getting his helmet put on. That was shot after the fact, right? Or like you see the back of his head and it's all like gross. They did that to tie in the, the prequels, right? No, that was originally, no, that was original. That was an original shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It looked, in, it looked kind I think, of polished to where I thought they filmed it after the fact and well, out. and they,
0: they might've,
2: they might've touched it up in, in post or in not in post well, in I, one I, of the, I, the newer edits.
0: I know okay. the reason behind this shot, um, after a new hope, a lot of people, and the reason it does look touched up because it is kind of, but it was touched up in the actual release right before they released okay. in theaters. Um, after a new hope, everyone was kind of asking, is Darth Vader just a robot? like fully mm. with just a brain. Like the helmet is just encasing the brain. And the rest is all robot. Right. Um, so to address that, George Lucas put that in to show that Darth Vader is a human. Just gotcha. Mainly cyborg.
1: That makes sense.
2: So, yeah. Um, and speaking of touch-ups, I think the best thing that the re-edits, the re-releases have done is give us Ian McDermott in the hollow scene as the Emperor, because in the original version... It looks ooh, so bad. It he, looks he's looking so rough. Bad. He's yeah. looking bad. He's got weird eyes and a weird he's, face. I
0: hate to say it, but he's got butthole eyes.
2: Yeah, it's super weird. And then the re-edit, the re-release, whatever you want to call it, they, they add in Ian McDermott. he records new lines, and it just... It, Looks a lot better. It really ties everything in better.
0: It's Ian McDermott's voice too. That's way better. Their OG guy's voice right. sounds kind of like. Oh Bond. right, yeah. It's like because yeah, it wasn't Ian yet. So it, like the original Emperor's voice was not intimidating in the slightest.
2: Yeah, and so. I think that's one of the the better things that they do in them Like as much as I hate changing a movie after the fact, leave it be. You know that was probably a good change
0: yeah I if you're, agree. If, yeah
2: it's as good a change as you can make
0: if you that's gonna true
2: make. i agree with that um yeah empire is just it's just tops it's so good <laughs> it's, yes like if you put that on in front of a star wars any star wars fan of any era they're going to be like oh crap man this is good <laughs>
0: this is they're going to
2: enjoy themselves
0: so I'd say since we're all high and mighty on it, let's just go ahead. If anybody has any more thoughts, uh, speak now or if we're holding your peace. Um,
1: no, I don't think so. Let's go ahead. and. Get oh, I our... have one. I have one more funny thought. I want to tell go you. Ahead. So I saw this night night. I cracked up again. <laughs> so when they are on, they're on the Battle of Hoth. Yeah. And Luke is flying in his little snow pilot thingy, whatever you call it. I don't snow know. Snow speeder. It the snow speeder. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, And he he crashes underneath the ATAT. Yeah. And he the ATAT is like coming at him to like stomp on him, and you think like Luke's like turns around to start trying to like pull something out, and you think he's like pulling out his like homie, like his pilot buddy. And then it cuts again and he picks up his lightsaber and just runs away. And I'm like, yo, that dude was going for his lightsaber and not for that. No, him. he wasn't like, originally he going.
2: Shook, he shook his homie. He said, hey, man, Is you that right? what he was, bad, was I swear to
1: God, I swear in the thing, I was like, oh, he's going to try to save his buddy because I forget how it went. And then he's like, this motherfucker just pulled out his lightsaber and ran away. I was well, like, a- an he asshole. He checked on him. He, he was dead.
0: Okay, He did not have did. enough
1: time to pull an unconscious man
0: out of a cockpit. <laughs> Dude, I just lost. That thought was so funny. That is pretty funny, though. That is funny. Um, so, yeah, to segue, uh, let's go ahead and give our rankings on this film. Uh, Dave, you kick it off this time.
1: Uh, I definitely got this one at numero uno. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Any thoughts? Or it's just, that's, it's that's just the it. one for you. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. mic drop no all. all? Go ahead. It I don't need to explain it anymore.
2: Uh, this is two for me. Again, if it was objectively based, it, it'd be probably number one, but I have some subjective thoughts on what my number one is um, okay. and why it's number one. Uh, but yeah, this movie is just its so much fun to watch. It's so good. It is a vast improvement technologically over New Hope and the story is just as good, if not better. And the characters are just as good, if not better. And I think it does a great job of explaining. it does everything a sequel needs to do to be not only good but better than the original and it is in every way so
0: number 2 my number lord two. number 2 my lord number 2 my lord number, number two. Two, my lord. Um, my 2 yeah my ranking is the same as Dan's it's number 2 on my list um for literally the exact same reasons very enjoyable movie very watchable even on to this day you can never complain about having a ton of vader cuz he's the one of the best villains of all time um so, yeah, I got it at number two and we can go ahead and segue into our last film of the day, Return of the Jedi.
1: Oof, boof, woof, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know,
0: I I'll be the apologist for Return of the Jedi in this, because growing up, I always rewatched this one because of the action, you know, as a little kid, that ending space battle for the day was awesome. I mean, pretty great.
1: Yeah, it's pretty dope. 30
0: Star Destroyers going up against the whole Rebellion fleet while Luke's fighting his dad. I mean, that is the biggest saving grace of the movie, but other than that, oof.
1: I think, okay, so we touched on this earlier. Dan said something that there's like one scene about this movie that he is just like oof baboofing over, and I think I'm the same one. I yeah, I want to hear it this. Now. It's the... It's in Jabba's hut yep. when everyone's like dancing and singing around, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the like, well, the old the song was, was it, fine. Is and that. It felt like Star Wars. And then this new fucking shit is this CGI
0: this, this, like, Wait,
1: what? This Roger Rabbit, this Roger Rabbit looking CGI character comes out and starts
0: singing the song. <laughs> And it's like what the fuck
2: is
1: going on and dude, you're I, like I where am i this. what movie am i in did oh i skip to a different thing in disney it, like it did it didn't come from the same world because again they added like so many cg characters to it yeah it's just like the dumbest thing i've ever seen i was like i where haven't am seen I? this dude Swanee, look dude. this up on your phone like right now what? we can we can i am Isn't beyond, that the worst thing you've ever seen i'm beyond confusion bro I know, right? Isn't that literally the worst thing that you've ever seen in your life?
0: I was telling Dan, I don't like, know if this came in in 97 or 2011, but I apparently have just blocked this uh, from my memory. I
1: think it was 97. Dude, I think it was 97. That's was the weird thing Why? About it. like,
0: it I makes no that, sense, dude.
1: I remember the Cantina intercut- song being played there. I don't remember this. I know. I, they, they literally intercut between the Cantina song with this new thing that serves no purpose. It looks super weird because again, it's intercutting with characters and creatures that are like puppets. And so you're intercutting between like puppet-looking creatures and this like animated CG-esque looking creature that make and they 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 tonally and thematically make no sense together. Right. And you're like, why are you intercutting with this right now? And it's then terrible. you have the little puppet creature that goes <laughs> Ew. Yeah. within there too. And you're like, that one's already crazy enough. We don't need this extra thing. I did not enjoy that. And it pulled me out of it immediately. I went, this is crazy. It was terrible.
2: It immediately understand. pulls you out of the film and just makes it damn near unwatchable at that yeah, point. If not, was pretty this is definitely the movie
0: I had the most talking points about because the opening is what bugs me most about this movie. One, first off, because... Oh. George it. Lucas took out a scene. The very first shot was supposed to be Luke building his green lightsaber. And he took it awesome. out. Took it out. I'm like, what are you doing? So there's my first qualm. Second qualm is now this scene, because I didn't know that crap was in there. Um, my other thing was Luke versus the Rancor. Yeah, the Rancor is cool, but like, let him use a saber, man. Using a freaking bone and then crushing him in the gate.
1: Yeah, it was pretty much. And then much him doing like, like a, a you know.
0: Tom Brady throw to close the gate. I'm like, he has the force. Just, <laughs> just press the button with the force.
2: Yeah, it's pretty lame. Um, uh, yeah, the whole opening of this movie is just slow and terrible. And what the fuck is the plan?
1: I take. What, I the, f- well, like, the what the is going is well on? Then? Why did Luke wait so long to just have R2 shoot him as lightsaber? That's uh, more of my complaint the whole in, lightsaber thing. Do that in Jabba's hut or Jabba's right. pallet. Because the guards didn't check him for I weapons. He choked them des- out. He choked them out right away. They didn't check him for weapons. Like, why so did taking that I lightsaber all the way in out in the desert to do that? that like it makes so, no sense.
0: Yeah, that, that scene that goes into the Sarlacc pit, I still count that as the opening and I still hate it.
2: Yeah. The whole first 45 minutes of the movie are incredibly slow. The plan is absolutely ridiculous. What is the plan? So Lando and, and Chewie are just planted in there? For no reason. For how fucking long? And I for, don't know! For no reason. How long has Lando been wearing that weird bone
0: skull mask thing? Yeah, I... And, and what's the he's lore... the mayor of cloud city or whatever. Like what, he has shit to do. What's the lore? Is that? <laughs> That's <laughs> um, funny. Han Solo has been in that carbonite for what? Like two years or something like that.
2: Yeah. It's cool. Is of that years. what they're saying? Yes. If there, I think there's a two year gap between, uh, empire and Jedi.
0: They literally Luke and Leia force wielders are just like, nah, he's fine. Well, and, Leia didn't know. I know. Okay. Well, they got the whole freaking rebellion. But yeah,
1: that's so crazy. I mean, this guy is literally
2: the best years. pilot in the fucking galaxy at this point. And Are
1: you meaning to get get tell him? me Luke and Leia and Han and Lando and Chewie left Han there for two years? Yep. 100%. What do you mean? Because of the threat of Boba
0: Fett, who is not a threat.
2: Okay. Oh, OK. And I, I know I know
0: what I'm diving into here.
2: Right. This is a this is I mean, one of the biggest
0: my biggest It's threat. probably
2: my biggest issue with this film is where did all the Boba Fett love come from? It had right, to have yeah. come from Empire because he's a fucking bitch in this movie.
0: Yep. He goes out like a punk. It's, and it's not again, it's not it's I'm going to say it's not Boba's fault. It's George's fault. It's not fault. Boba's fault, it's George's
2: fault. And he's redeemed in the Mandalorian, Boba which Fett. we'll eventually talk Boba about. Boba Fett. Yeah, Chewie che- che- does his or Dave, do your Chewie voice.
0: <laughs> he
2: does that? Han says <laughs> Boba Fett, and turns, and it explodes his jetpack, yeah, and really he falls stupid. into the star like that, and that's the end of the great bounty hunter Boba Fett. I mean, think of Mandalorian. In the previous movie, but... go ahead. Yeah, he gets redeemed in the Mandalorian, but in the previous movie, is supposed to be some strategizing, strategic badass who you know can sense Luke when he's storming. Cloud City and, like, turns and fires on his ass before he can even get his it lightsaber is up. Is the
0: main threat why they didn't go after Han for so long. Great, and, then he right. and like it's that. like,
2: ah, you know, that Boba Fett, what a punk bitch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a terrible. stupid move.
2: It's really dumb. It's really, really, really dumb. Why and that's couldn't in he the first 45 used... minutes.
1: Imagine
0: putting Boba, like, in the, in the fight over Endor or something, or on Endor. They right? could have used him. So wasted
2: opportunity to like give Han and Boba like a shootout scene a, or a something.
0: showdown. Yeah. Not, which
2: granted now that now that we've seen what's come after, but it doesn't change the fact that what happened originally happened. Yeah. You know, it's just bad. It's bad. Yeah, also, it was, the it Sarlacc pit with the new CGI looks way worse. It looked yeah, way more they menacing. Added that
1: in too.
2: When it was just like the pit with a bunch of teeth. Yeah,
1: it was fine.
2: And then they added this, like, cartoonish plant mouth. Yeah, the little, like,
1: curvy plant mouth thing. It was stupid. And it was like, ugh. Come on, what? you're better than 20, that. you need to watch this movie. You need this, to re-watch man. Return of the I Jedi. I watch it on the DVDs, on man. I do it the OG way. No, dude, do me a favor. Next time you watch it, just watch it on Disney Plus so we can start a petition to get it taken down. Because, like, it's really not great. And I'm well, like, we don't I, I, need I have even.
0: I have seen the new Sherlock. I have seen that. And it, it We is don't asked. even
2: need a petition to take it down. We just need a petition to get the original cuts on Blu-ray and on streaming.
0: So give us yeah, the option stream. to watch. The Disney yeah, Plus sure. version has that sort of like where it's like this instead of the teeth yeah. and the hole. Disney Plus has all the updated shit. I get the movies for kids, but like, come on, man. It's well, just like just it's a, not
1: necessary. It's just necessary. It's it was like George Lucas. Like, is it necessary for just... me to
0: drink my own urine?
1: <laughs> Sorry, okay, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> it was just it was just like George Lucas just spending money on dumb shit. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, it was just him thinking he needed to update his movies for a modern audience when nobody wanted that. But I it's like, like you movies.
1: like, yeah, it's, it's like taking, you know, it, it's like who framed Roger Rabbit in your movie? You're like, that was the style. That was the intended thing was to have different animated characters all look different in different styles. Right. And you're literally doing the same thing in Star Wars. But like, that's not the intended goal right you wanted it to look more real which you n- did not accomplish whatsoever right so that's the appeal and
0: the charm of the originals is how it looks and he's trying yeah, to fix it like, for no reason
1: if it ain't like if it, it ain't broke like you CG'd, it's like if you took cg yoda into episode 5 you're like that doesn't make sense yeah yeah like
0: leave it as the puppet because it, he's the puppet it's a you know? huge like, proponent of if it ain't broke so don't fix I them. bet yeah, he was-
2: wanted to take CG Yoda in episode. Oh, I'm sure and he people did. People were like, "Don't do it!" Like all the people he surrounded himself were like, "Please don't."
1: And you know what? Though low key, so happy that Ryan Johnson kept puppet ghost Yoda in that movie. Do you not agree with? No, that? I agree with you. I agree.
0: I just but like the fact that, it was it was a good it, that would have
1: looked so scummy. I feel artistically, like they yeah, way. it was
2: the right the right move to go with it. Frank Oz, amazing.
1: But I wouldn't everything have
0: liked else the is... Prequels. Okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get into it. But yeah, le-
2: we're back to Return of about. the Jedi. So that's the, like the first 45 minutes of that movie.
1: Yeah, this, I forgot. We are just at the beginning. Right. <laughs> and then it's just blah. And then it's like, oh, meet the Ewoks. And you're like... Oh. Now, granted, we should
0: preface.
2: Originally, George Lucas wanted to do this on Kashyyyk. Yes. With... The Wookiees, which we eventually see in episode three. But the budget was not big enough. And he did feel those like suits he had the technological cost so
0: much money. The Chewy suits they cost. Yeah, a it would have cost money.
2: so much money. Um, so they changed it to Ewoks.
0: But that
2: brings in like probably everyone's biggest problem with this movie is that we oh, don't need to see any scenes on Endor
0: ever. Mm-hmm. Cause they're not good. The what they could I don't mind Endor, but what you need to give me is the all out fight like just keep Endor. Get rid of the Ewoks. Give me an all out fight between ground troop rebellions and ground troop empire. That'd be sick. Them taking down ATATs yeah, but, with missiles and Yeah. All that stuff, blowing up the bunker, I don't mind that. But don't Dude, give me it it this just Ewoks like... hitting stormtroopers with stones and then dying.
1: Like that was just cheap, yeah. It man. just it took me out of it. Honestly, I watched it. And I was yeah, like, it's. I love boring. when they shoot their God. little
0: arrows and it just hits them, reflects off, and they like fall over. Yeah,
1: yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I'm dead!" And you're like, "God damn it!" Like I know stormtroopers are inept, but they're not that inept.
0: And then the logs releasing at different times and smashing the ATAT. I'm like, "Wood what? What is not going to crush metal like that." Anyways, and it's just it's a mess. it
2: it. it, it delves into the deeper problem with this movie is that the finale should have just been the space battle and Luke inside the Death Star.
0: We needed more time in there, dude. Like every time uh, I watch them, like I want more of the conversation between these big three characters. Right. More dialogue, more. Yeah. Emperor being emperor.
2: Like I will say the Leia scene where she turns the, I know back around on Han. That's good. That's really nice. I really like it. But oh God, Han Solo in this movie sucks.
0: Yeah, he kind of. <laughs> and I'll does. say it. Yeah. He kind well, of does. Be, he's supposed to be dead.
2: He's neutered, and yeah, it it dives back into the problem where Harrison Ford wanted him to wanted Han Solo to be killed off after Empire because he, he thought the character went as far as it should go, and he really didn't want to play it anymore. And I guess when the new director came in, he didn't light a fire under Han, under Harrison Ford. And Han Solo kind of sucks in this movie.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's so disappointing because he's been the best character in this entire thing up to this point. Like he owns four and five. Like for the good side, at least Vader also Mm. owns five, but it just sucks. We don't get classic Han, you know, and nobody really replaces him. Like, I think the best performance in this movie is Mark Hamill as luke i think his performance as luke and luke's character growth is the best thing about this movie because we Mm -hmm. get to see luke like at the height of his power almost and
0: i'll say you could also argue, argue it's vader and him slowly turning through the whole film
2: right i mean but yeah it's just it feels like such a dramatic shift because han solo's been like the guy the guy that you know he's not the main character but he's so cool and Everybody can relate to him because everybody wants to be that cool pilot who knows exactly what to do and when someone tells them they love him, he says, I know. And in this case he's just kinda wasted. I think Yeah,
1: you're right.
0: If if we're gonna wipe the whole Endor thing another thing that that does kind of bug me is Lando taking the Falcon. I mean it's fine. But what would have been Yeah, cool I like hate that. The I sea, hate that. I hate that so the much. Not
1: what, in some fucking rebel cool. rebel ship?
0: Is like Han, Leia, Chewie, maybe even Lando. He can come going into the Death Star to like rescue Luke or something. Yeah. Because they know he's in trouble. Yeah. That would have been so much better.
2: Right. Like I would have been fine if like Han had to give Lando the Falcon because he was going in to rescue Luke. Yeah. You know, I get the Falcon is Lando's first. But at this point, when this movie came out, we'd never seen that. This is Han's ship. This is Han's baby. baby. This is baby. This is his. My baby. And he's just like, take good care of her out there. And it's like, what
0: the fuck do you mean? This is
2: terrible.
0: Not a scratch on her.
1: And it's like,
2: are you fucking kidding me, man? This is literally his baby. And he said, yeah, you know what? Take good care of her. Yeah. I hope I get to fly her again someday. And it's like, dude, go fly her. You're a hero. You're right, right here. Oh, I have a lot of problems with this movie.
0: Uh, <sighs> I was going to say... Where does this rank on everyone's list? Oh. Are we already going there? Kind of, yeah. I'm I curious. mean, we can rank it and then talk more about why. Yeah, I want to go last got, on this
1: one. We got stuff. Yeah, I, wanna I, go need, I need I need a
0: moment to think about
1: it. So if someone has some last rebuttals I got this movie... I, I mean I I think we said it right. Like I mean let me think about some specifics, but like so in our rankings are we including like Rogue One, and Solo? Yep. Yeah, all eleven uh, yeah. movies. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. I got I got Return of the Jedi eight. Eight? Eight. Why is that like
2: like just give a give an overall synopsis of why I know we've again, talked I'm about kind of, it, but
1: I'm kinda of going off of like if I had to watch a movie. Yeah and I'm picking off a table and I have the choice of all of them, like which ones am I doing first? Like I'm going like, you know, I'm again, I'm going empire, new hope. And then again, eight down the line, like I'm going return of the Jedi. Like if I, again, if I'm, if exhausted all the options before it, like that's what I'm at. Yeah. Cause like, again, like there, it's just like, they did a really good job with empire. Right. And they obviously have to come up with some sort of conclusion and like wrap everything together. Yeah, and I just think that their choice of setting and like some of their like some of their narrative tools and plots just didn't make sense, and it just felt lazy. And again, it was like sort of like the bad sequel of the original, kind of, mm. where like Empire was like super polished, but like normally like that dud is Return of the Jedi, but like that came last, and you're like, eh, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but it's like kind of a dud, you know, it just kind of like doesn't have as much luster. And like again, I'm like looking at Ewoks, the whole movie, and I'm like. Like, <laughs> what is this? Like, what movie are we watching? Right. You know, it's like, yes, it's a kid's movie, but also, like, you're, you're, like, the movie before was super dark and there wasn't a whole lot of, like, like com- comedic narrative moving the plot. And, like, the Ewoks were, like, the most important narrative plot point of this movie. It was like, the, we're going to fight with these characters this movie, I guess. Yeah. And, and even A like, New Hope <laughs> is, like, not super comedic. Like, it has its moments. And, right. then and like, this, like this movie so... just, like, is so outrageous. Right. I'm just like, I don't buy that. You know, I'm just like, I don't like to, I don't know. It was you just, said it a was eight for you, Dave. I got an eight. All right. I'm going to yeah, go. What do you think, so,
0: I did seven. Yeah. Um, I'm a little higher because the redeeming qualities of nostalgia for me in my childhood. Right. I mean, I watched that in space battle a hundred times. Um, so that's the only reason I really got it a little higher. Other than that, every complaint we've said so far is
1: why it's so far down. Wish it was higher, but it's not. Right. Yeah. Same. Again. I. It may. Yeah. Maybe for me, it, it deserves to be a little bit higher. But I think. I think my list is decently solid. I might need a, a couple of things probably to switch at some point. But. Yeah. And
2: if we switch anything at the end, you know, once we finish all of these, we will. Yeah. We will reveal our list. Uh, for me, it's tenth of eleven. I. I don't have fun watching this movie. I really don't. I am so absolutely bored. Whereas in a lot of other Star Wars movies, I'm not bored and I can find a ton of different things to be, you know, excited about and have excitement for. Um. And I don't know, this movie just more so this one than any of the other ones. It just feels like a wasted effort for a lot of characters like Leia doesn't feel like she gets a great conclusion she's kind of the damsel in distress near the end and that's kind of boring and then han is not han he's you know some carbon copy corporate shill version of han that doesn't he's not han solo he's not and like i love luke and Vader's dynamic and i love the emperor in this movie but it's just not enough to save it from me just not wanting to watch it right again yeah. for a long time You know, like I will, uh, you know, I want to try watching these movies every few years, but this will be always the one that I'm not looking forward. And I don't know. Yeah, to me, it's 10th, which is low, like really low, pretty low, kind of hard to get that low. (laughs) It is kind of hard to get that low. And the movie right ahead of it and the movie right behind it, you'll probably be questioning my sanity, but I just really don't like this movie that much. I think it's super boring. And super slow and not slow in a good way, like New Hope, slow in
1: a terrible way. Like mm-hmm. a slow, bad movie. So yeah. tell you what though, the end the, the fighting scenes with Vader and Luke though are shot so cool. I'm pretty cool. Those
2: are shot great, and I love the end Dude. scene with Vader, you know, telling Luke. And the
1: speeder the the Endor speeder f- battles are kind of tight too. Yep. Really good. But there's some good stuff in there, man. Like there's, right. again, there's some great stuff that I would love. I love watching. Like I love watching that end battle with Luke and with Vader. Like oh! it really yeah. is shot. it's so cool.
0: And a, a subtle nerd thing that I like about that fight with Luke and Vader too is uh, Luke. So, you know, there's like forms and stances of lightsaber dueling. Yeah. Uh, Luke uses the same stance that Anakin used in the Clone Wars. Subtle little thing, but it's cool. That's cool, right? And it it, cool.
2: it it points to how great the expanded universe of Star Wars has become. That they've been able to connect these things back, you know, and expand on on all the stances. But yeah, when when you look at this movie, you know, not only by itself but also as a sequel to one of the greatest sequels ever made, if not the greatest, it just falls flat. It falls it's, really, really flat. It's a
0: what could have been,
2: right? And, like, I think with a few tweaks, it could have been a really good movie. Like, I don't mind a slow burn of a movie, but I don't want a movie to just be boring.
0: Well, what would help this movie a ton? I know the budget wasn't there in the time. Neither was CGI. But, like, in Rogue One, when the Rebels are all on Scarif, give me that kind of a fight with the Rebels and Empire. That'd make that movie so much better. Mm -hmm. Like, in the beginning, it would still be crap, but I don't know. Endor was a waste. Endor
2: was a waste. Jabba was intimidating, but his whole, the whole arc of that scene was a waste. Waste. And, you know, it, it felt like in, in Empire, the Emperor and the Empire itself was like, they were pushing. They were, you know, mowing down Rebellion and Rebel. And then what did they do in Return of the Jedi? Nothing. It felt kind of
0: easy to destroy that second Death Star.
2: Right, they basically led them into a trap that kind of was a trap but not really a trap because they ended up winning anyway it was like oh
1: didn't they use the, another one of the things that just really grinds my gears man they use the same narrative tool like five right. times in this film series out of like 11 movies and like what do you like come on No, are we talking about all of them now
0: no. Well, yeah, no. I mean, like, just in terms not? of general,
1: no, just like in terms of general, like, standpoint, you're like, oh, okay, they did the Death Star, then they did the second Death Star, and in, in Return of the Jedi, which and was you're probably like, too
2: much by itself. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, yeah and you're just, different. Like, that's like that's dumb. Okay, you just did it twice, but like now they're just in. They're like, we have a great opportunity because we paid someone for this information, so now we have it, but like it's not finished yet, and so we can attack it now. And you're like, okay, cool. And then they do it in the Force Awakens. And then they also kind of do it in
2: return rise of or uh, yeah.
1: rise of Skywalker. And I'm like, bruh. Right. Yeah. And I guess like, we'll just, what are we use, doing? Like what's the point? Yeah, of these we early? will, oh, we'll man, use that, that point Dave's
0: making to kind of wrap up this discussion. We will, we will be discussing all of the trilogies eventually. Yep. Um, I think to kind of wrap up this trilogy, it is near and dear to all of our hearts. I mean, it is the OG of OGs. Um, The first two still rather watch this in the prequels. Uh, Shut up. Shut uh,
2: your your fucking mouth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The first two movies have a lot of redeeming qualities and are great films. Last one kind of. Crap the bed, Um, but I can always go back and rewatch them. I know Dan doesn't like the sixth one, but I still do kind of. So I, you know, it it was fun to go back and rewatch. I will say, fellas, it was this a really good it idea. It was really
1: great to, to watch that kind of style again. It's been a minute, and
0: this does have me super excited to go do this for the other trilogies. Um, so you guys let us know uh, on Twitter which which trilogy you want us to do first. I think I know which one I want to do first, but
1: I, I know which one I want to do first. We'll, we'll see. You we can do it. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Um. Yeah, so good job, guys. It was really fun, actually, revisiting the OGs. And since we had kind of a a long newscast and kind of a long discussion on Star Wars, I think we're going to start just get straight into the drinks of the week and kind of wrapping up the episode. So, David Shadeed, what are
1: you drinking this week, pal? Well, fellas, I started my morning out with a nice Saturday Bloody Mary. It was pretty dope uh you know got we got up insanely early today to again make some content for you guys so that was again one this is one of the best days it's a great way to spend my weekend uh, appreciate you boys being there and uh spending it with me it was a lot of fun um uh, so yeah i went from bloody mary's in the morning to some afternoon coors light um you know just good refreshing rockies coors light whatever their thing is can never go wrong it's 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 nice you know it's, it's nice <laughs> Keeping it simple,
0: Dan. What about you? What are you sipping on? I am sipping on Dansk Mjød. <laughs> what? What was that? Uh,
2: it's it's called Dansk Mjød. It's a uh, it's a Danish wine mead. Uh, it's basically a honey wine, is what it is. Um, I saw it at my local high v. It had a little cork bottle. If we post this on YouTube, you can see me. You'll see me throughout the pod drinking it.
0: His ego. I like the bite with the, just uh, a bottle. Out.
2: It makes me feel really cool, like kind of like a pirate. Um, <laughs> Arr, it tastes what? really good. It's uh, the first of its type that I've ever had. Um, I'm quite drunk, and <laughs> it's done a great job of, of okay. getting me to that point. So I very much appreciate it.
0: I'm very proud of your pronunciations, then, because you did a good job.
2: I looked it up before. No, I, I mean
0: from it. the whole episode. If you're feeling, if you're feeling frisky like oh. that,
2: yeah, I don't think I slurred too much, which
0: is good. No, I'm proud of you, you, know, good for me. Well, you, you did it though. Good, good for you, man. Good for you. But yeah, I will. I will attest that the bottle does look really cool, and you can go see the bottle on our YouTube channel. No big deal. Thanks, Miud. Or your logo,
2: hi V, if you live where we live. <laughs> that too. If you, you live where don't. we live.
0: Um. Yeah. I guess I was also with. Mr. McMurray, I grabbed a Mind Haze IPA by Firestone. And I don't usually drink IPAs casually a lot, but I chose it this time just because why not? And I'm actually pretty impressed. It's not super hoppy. It goes down pretty easily. When I got this morning, I was like, oh, this is just going to sit in my stomach. I'm going to feel like crap. But no, it actually went down super smooth. Uh, It did make me pee a lot, but you know what? It was worth it. Uh, so if you're product. having peeing trouble, problems, go ahead and get a Mind Haze IPA, and you'll get it right out. <laughs>
2: Obligatory. Um, if Thanks Miod or any of our other previous Drink of the Weeks uh, wants to sponsor us, please feel free We're to open to talk. Us. We, uh, we can be reached at com, or at, at gmail.com. Gmail. There you apologies. go. Um, right we on. also have a Twitter and an Instagram. So,
0: and YouTube uh, soon.
2: And a YouTube channel. Lit. All right,
0: fellas, I think we got all of our our things out, did we not? That was a lot of fun. Now this was podcasting.
1: <laughs> now this was podcasting. Uh, Boba, Fett. Like, Boba Fett. Boba oh, Fett. That's our biggest takeaway. <laughs> is what a waste. So God. we will we will keep the we will keep the squad updated as to when Swanee watches these re edits that apparently he has never seen before somehow because he has DVDs. um Love like a you. Real Love fan. You. I'm Living the in the 1990s pal. Sure, we'll no, day. I'm just a real fan. It's oh, your, okay. Hey, if I send me the DVDs and I'll watch them through DVD too. I mean, I'll just bring them out there have, when I move out there. Burn me That's a compact disc. That's true. <laughs> That's illegal. <a>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we're sponsoring. Sponsor. I won't tell anybody. Well, you just told the whole world, so we're already screwed. They won't. I don't even have a CD-ROM anymore, dude. Like in my in my computer, I can't burn discs because I don't have a. Oh yeah, there's problem. no disc
1: in there. Oh yeah, I have no
0: idea. I don't want to buy We don't one need. We don't need
1: no disc drives. <laughs> we, we don't need, need no stinking disc drives. <laughs> you used to have to buy those disc drives if you were buying to build a PC. You used to have to buy those and install it into the computer. Wow, how crazy is that? We're getting old, fellas. That's why. You know what's this not getting old. old
0: is doing this podcast with you guys. It is so much fun. I don't care the viewers the number we have just doing this is a pleasure talking to you guys every week. It getting is together. Likewise, I I can't wait for our future episodes where we get into hot debates because that's really where it gets spicy.
1: Yeah, we got to get something that's
0: heated. I think next week Maybe the next coming
1: series. Next
0: week is uh, the week. I think
2: next week be we should the plan week. on on the prequels. Possible guest could be star the week for that uh, possible end end guest get star me for it too. Oh wait. Then. Yes. Uh, I think you know who the guest
0: star is going (laughs) to be, Dave. Oh, Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Um, I hope you had a great week. And this will be posted on Monday. So I hope you have a great week. Um, Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Um, Again, you can reach us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Kit. So I believe Twitter is, is it just KitCast? Is that our know, handle? We'll confirm this I can't confirm. I can confirm. On Insta- our Instagram, on Instagram, Instagram is kit.cast.
1: Kit. Kit.cast. Kit. Yeah. That is
0: our Instagram. I'm sorry, I don't know our Twitter right off the top of my head. On a-
1: Twitter, it's at kit.castpod.
0: There you go. That's where kit you underscore us on Twitter. cast, if you're looking this up. And we're going to start posting a lot of polls, some general tweets about what we want to talk about, what, what maybe what you guys want us to talk about. Again, I say it every week. This is not only a conversation between me, Dan, and Dave. This is a conversation with you guys. We want you to be involved. We want you to be a part of this show. And we're really excited to see where it can go. I think we said the ceiling is higher for the Nets, but I think it's even higher for us.
2: Oh, baby. I like it. Yeah, You know what, boys? The ceiling is the roof,
0: as the great Michael Jordan once said. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself for an outro. The ceiling is the right. roof, everybody. So if Dave and Dan want to give some goodbyes before I sign us out.
1: I'm just giving my... You know, L.A., West Coast, peace out vibes. Uh, it's been great being on with you guys today. Again, like I said earlier, it's been so much fun doing this and uh, looking forward to the next peace one. Peace out with his L.A. herbs. With my L.A. herb. You got anything, Dan? Uh, yeah, this is uh, this has become the highlight
2: of my week and producing content and performing the content is probably my favorite thing to do right now. So I really appreciate any and all listeners that we have, but um, even more so I appreciate Dave and Swanee for re pursuing in this venture with me. Um, And I look forward to all the things that we're going to do together because I know they're going to be great.
0: It is. It is going to be great. Today was great. And every day forward is going to be great. So if you can take any message from us, it's just tell someone you love them, anybody you appreciate parents, siblings, aunts, uncles, cousins, friends, whatever. Tell someone you love them, tell them that you care about them, because I think that's super important in today's society. And I just want to thank you guys one last time for coming out and listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace out, guys. Peace. I thought Dan, what, Dan was going to do like a, a word. No, nah, yeah. I would that. To they totally was, saw was, that peace sign you were doing.